This is the StoryCast. I'm Russell Silva. Every now and then we just throw out the junk, right? When we feel lost in our surroundings, there's just a yearning to move on, to attain something more perfect. We downsize our expendable belongings and drop them off for donation or just chuck out the old odds and ends in the trash. And even beyond things, old habits die hard. But eventually, every 10 years or so, I bet you forget about that old hobby or collection or that thing you focused so much attention on just a decade ago. But throughout the incredible evolution of our bodies over millions of years, we seem to have a hard time letting go of those vestiges of the past. In taking a closer look at the systems that make us, functions and patterns tell the story of our history, albeit they short passages of zoomed-in chapters. Scientists and archaeologists study changes in our brain and body size, our mobility and diet, our aptitude for tools and art, and countless other traces of our prehistoric record across the past six million years. But there are things inside of you right now that help paint slices of that larger mural of our human development. You are part of the evidence from which we came. Take for example your coccyx, or tailbone, a part unique to all mammals, who at one point in development had a tail, and you and I did have a tail, for four weeks during the stage of human embryogenesis in your mother's womb. Goosebumps serve two now defunct functions. All mammals have follicles that contract when cold, creating a fluffy layer of insulation by driving your ancestor's body hair up into a blanket of warmth. Plus, that chilling feeling, your adrenal glands create those goosebumps too, whether charged by a woolly mammoth or serenaded to a beautiful tune. Around 80% of us still have an unnecessary tendon in our forearm. Just turn your palm up on a table and bring your thumb to your pinky, and four out of five of us will see it jut up below our wrist. That remnant of a body part is completely unused by our present-day human bodies but crucial for mammals who spend a lifetime scrambling from branch to branch with strength and precision. And from the underdeveloped muscles that once moved your ears around to sense danger, to those pesky wisdom teeth that you keep putting off getting removed, these remnants of our history make sense within the evolutionary framework of natural selection. We even have a vestigial organ that's so unnecessary it could actually kill us. Just remember that if you feel a dull pain grow from the center of your abdomen down to the right, your appendix, which serves no known function, could be inflamed and about to rupture. But there's yet another expendable part of our body that seems baffling. Deep within you, your spleen serves an important function to your immune system to filter and recycle red blood cells, store white blood cells, including those important memory cells that learn how to fight certain bacteria. But incredibly, if you have your spleen removed, your liver suddenly picks up most of the added work. You run a risk of higher susceptibility to infection, especially pneumonia, but the effects of the complete removal of your spleen pales in comparison to the function of the vital organs like your heart, lungs, or brain. So, could our spleens have once served a higher function? 
A recent peer-reviewed study published in the scientific journal Cell discovered a superhuman anomaly in the spleen. It all starts in Southeast Asia with the Baijiao, literally, sea nomad. For thousands of years, the Baijiao have engaged in extreme breath hold diving. This indigenous tribe, native to Indonesia, Malaysia, and the Philippines, lives in a seaborne houseboat lifestyle, long sustained for millennia through subsistence of animals speared and caught deep beneath the sea. The very way of life for the Baijiao rely upon dives of extraordinary lengths and depths of its people for as many as five hours a day. A distinctive skill made possible by an amazing trait. The cell study outlines an evolved genome unique to the Baijiao who have overdeveloped and higher functioning spleens that hold a larger amount of oxygen-rich red blood cells, similar in function to deep diving mammals like dolphins and seals. A large sampling of the Baijiao who submitted to ultrasound testing were found to have spleens 50% or larger in size and proved to be a uniquely observable human adaptation. One diver in the study could hold his breath for up to 13 minutes at a time diving to superhuman depths of nearly 230 feet. The average human can hold one's breath for up to two minutes at depths of 130 feet, with decompression sickness posing a fatal risk. Yet, the enlarged Baijiao spleen serves as an oxygen-rich reservoir that becomes suitably compressed at deep depths, which squeezes those critical oxygenated cells into the bloodstream right at the moment when it's so needed, sending lifeblood to essential organs and preserving basic human functions over seemingly impossible periods of time. But isn't that really all we are, after all? Periods of time? So then, considering our zoomed-in, cropped, partial knowledge of our human development, maybe we all once shared larger spleens suitable for diving or even living underwater. Or are the Baijiao a rare case of natural selection, observable within our lifetime? An example of the incredible adaptability of life to fiercely fight for survival. Or is a spleen, sometimes, just a spleen? Our body's ability to adapt and to change, to both antiquate and grow anew, it's fascinating on the larger macro layer of the story that we'll never see without a time machine. It's only when we can realize that every second of every day, our own personal and physical evolution is still in process at a breakneck pace, that we are always evolving, but we just can't always see it. That nothing is really unknown, we just can't see the bigger picture. Our story has both been and has yet to be told. We're just simply a cog somewhere in the middle, diving ahead, one breath at a time deeper into the unknown. So dive. The Storycast was written and produced by myself. I tweet at Russell Silva. Today you heard music from Poddington Bear, Blue Dot Sessions, and Victor Rathniake. Season 3 will be wrapping up at the end of May. 
This whole season and every show, we've been taking a look at a person, place, or thing. And there is a common thread. So until next time, think, feel, and wonder a little bit more.